Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. What a pleasure to say hello to Jerry Pate who won the USAM back in 1974, and that year it was also played at Ridgewood Country Club, where it's taking place all week, and it culminates today. And, of course, Jerry also won the 1976 U.S. Open in his rookie year on tour at the age of 22 and the 1982 Players' Championship. He's a former golf commentator. He is a golf course designer, a businessman. You're a renaissance man, Jerry Pate. Welcome to Talking Golf. Good morning, Ann. I'm, I'm grateful to be on the phone with you. Hey, it's good to talk with you. I know you were in our area recently, and what you and others from that 74 USAM uh, came back to Ridgewood, and uh, you had a luncheon, and how, how great was that, that you all got together? I heard that Dave Rapetto, who's a member of Ridgewood, reached out to every living competitor, and that about 16 players came back to attend that luncheon. Well, it was pretty remarkable. It took him several years. There were about uh, 220 uh, contestants back in 1974, and he found 170-plus of them. And we had a luncheon. Of course, most of them live all over the country now. But we had a luncheon on, on uh, Friday, and uh, about, I think, 25 to, to 30 showed up, and we had a wonderful uh, get-together. And uh, I, I just can't say how enjoyable it was just to go back and see Ridgewood. And, of course, I've been back before since the uh, 74 amateur. I was there working for ABC Sports when Trevino won in 1990, beating oh, wow, Jack okay. Nicklaus for the Senior U.S. Open. But it's just a beautiful place. It really is a beautiful place. And that golf course, it's like U.S. Open tough, don't you think? I mean, it is very – it's playing so difficult. What were your thoughts as you were walking around the golf course? Well, it's been redone uh, by Gil Hance. There's three nines. There's the east and the center and the west. And when I played, we played the east and the and the west. But now they play a composite of the 27 holes. And it really makes for great match play. He's redone and con- recontoured the greens and made the bunkers larger and more uh, challenging. Uh, I think for member play, it's a pretty difficult golf course. But it certainly uh, suits well for for a major championship. Well, what do you think about the talent out there? Who did you watch? Well, there's some, there, well, there's some really good players. I watched uh, Ben Carr on, uh, uh, I guess it was Friday morning in, in his match, and then you had uh, Stuart Hagestad, and uh, then there's a young man. and I, I, I'm, It's early in the morning. I can't remember his name, but he plays at Texas A&M. He's a really fine player, and I watched him play. Yeah, that's Sam Bennett. He's in the and final – yeah, he's a, right. And Sam and uh, in that terrible, I didn't get to see, I traveled yesterday from New York down to Tennessee to see an old friend, 
But uh, uh, Sam Bennett can really play. And, and uh, of course, I have a college tournament coming up in September in Birmingham at the old Overton Club. And it, it uh, I've had it for 36 years. And it now is the SEC match play championship. So we're going to have Sam there playing and representing Texas A&M. So we'll have all 14 of the SEC schools uh, the last week of September in Birmingham. Oh, that would be cool. Well, I know today we're going to see Ben Carr. He's 22 years old from Georgia Southern playing Sam Bennett, also 22 year, years old, Texas A&M. And, you know, they're going to start at 8 o'clock. It's a 36-hole championship match. And I know the Golf Channel is going to pick it up, up the coverage at 2 p.m. this afternoon. But um, can you make any kind of comparison uh, about the level of play today compared to when you played in that amateur, do you think? Well, first of all, it's just length. Um, Many things factor into it. The kids are in better shape. Uh, We were in good shape, but, I mean, they really work out hard on their their core strength. Uh, They swing at it much harder than we did because the ball doesn't curve. Like when we played with rubber and balata balls that were wound with rubber bands and wooden heads, the balls would really curve if you miss hit a ball. And uh, today they're driving the ball. You know, it easily carrying it 300 yards to 310, where we would have carried it probably 250, 260, and roll out to 270. So they're they're in in a lot of cases at least 75 yards longer than we were 50 years ago. And the equipment wow. you have lighter shafts, you have graphite shafts, you have titanium heads. Heads are larger, the faces are larger. You get a reflex off the face, and and the fairways just alone are cut much closer, so the ball rolls out, and uh, so. The game has become really a power game. It always was. It's a power game off the tee, and you have to sink putts. Both of these young men have really good uh, strength off the tee, and they're great putters. And that's it. If you can make those putts, and as you say, God, they're 75 yards longer. That's a huge difference when you think about it off the tee, right? Well, it is, and, of course, they've lengthened the golf courses out. Uh, all of these golf courses have been lengthened. Uh, you know, I can remember first playing St. Andrews in 1972. I was a freshman at Alabama, and we were fortunate enough to play, and you'd jump off the first green, and just to the right was the second tee. And you get off the second green and just to the right. Then they moved tees back about 15 or 20 yards. Now you go to St. Andrews, where obviously the Open Championship was played this year, and you look back, and there's 80 yards back from the green behind you in the gorse bushes. There's the tee. So the game has just gotten to the point where the ball really goes a long ways and the clubs go and the, and the players, the contestants are better athletes. They can really swing at it hard. They certainly are. I just had on a sports and nutrition conditioning coach for Will Zalatoris and what the, what he works on with these pros is just unbelievable. Everything. And I don't know if you had that in your day, but uh, these guys, you know, they're pushed to reach their fullest potential and, you know, at the same time to, to, you know, try to prevent injury. And that's a fine line. And I talked about uh, that with Damon Goddard in the, in the earlier segment. But the USAM, Jerry, is just so refreshing to watch. I, there's a purity to it. There's a sheer passion and emotional, um, you know, just to watch it and to, to feel the player's emotion. I mean, you know, obviously with everything that's going on in the pro golf game these days, it – it really makes watching the USAM even more refreshing, in my opinion. Do you agree? I mean, just watching the, these, you know, Carr yesterday and his interview, I don't, I, you missed it probably because you were traveling, but, you know, his father passed away a couple years back, and he, he said he carried a special ball marker in his pocket in his dad's honor, and he couldn't find the ball marker. 
and he checked everywhere in his in his pockets and in his golf bag and and uh, in the middle of the round, he just couldn't find it. And then he made a putt. I think it was on 16. And he reached into his left pocket. And there, miraculously, it was there. You know, the special ball marker for his, you know, that he, that he had made in honor of his dad. <clears throat> so he was just so emotional after the win. And, and it's just powerful stuff, I think. And it's, a, it's really refreshing to watch these, these amateurs. Well, you know, golf's so connected. It's so connected. I, I, I got up on Friday morning, came down in the lobby of the hotel. There was... Uh, ben Carr, his and his mother, and I introduced myself to him because I knew he he had his bag. And we go out and have breakfast. He plays at ten o'clock on Friday. We have breakfast together. His mother worked for Sonovas Bank in Columbus, Georgia, which I had been on the trust company board of Florida. And he worked for a guy named Richard Anthony, who I have a picture at my house in Pensacola, sitting on a shooting stick, little seat. My dad's putting out in the nineteen sixty four state amateur, and Richard Anthony standing in the picture. So, and the first time I think I played Shoal Creek was with Richard Anthony. He was uh, on the board. So, of course, Ben's mom and I both, you know, text Richard, and he's been keeping up with his progress. So, golf is incredibly connected. And, and the great thing about the game is when you pick up the rule book, you don't read about this is what you do when you tee up or drop from a lateral hazard or, or a water hazard now uh, or penalty zone. I think they changed the name. Uh, I'm too old to worry about all that. But uh, it talks about the etiquette of the game and the goodwill and the etiquette and the things, the life lessons you learn through golf can be carried in any business. And I've played with many, many, many famous presidents, celebrities, uh, lots of athletes, and they've all, all the athletes said, God, I wish I'd have been a golfer instead of a baseball player, football player. Uh, I wish I'd have been a, you know, a tennis player. I love playing golf. And when they retire from their sports, most all of them love to play golf because it's such a competitive game and it's, it's pure form of, of capitalism for, for, from the professional levels because there's nobody can help you. You still have to hit the shot or sink the putt. That's right. That's right. They all play golf, even while they're playing their, their sport, right? But, you know, you've right. been around golf for a long time, Jerry Pate, and I'm curious about your thoughts on really what has become the big divide that's going on in our sport, unfortunately, right now. What are your thoughts about the PJ Tour versus Live Golf? Well, it's great that, that, that someone would come out and, and, and say they want to put a billion dollars into the game. I think the way they went about it was, was wrong. And instead of trying to compete against the PGA Tour, uh, for the players that are playing there, and, and I'll pick on two of them, Greg Norman and Phil Mickelson, they played for 30 years on the tour. Every week you play, for those 30 years, you, you sign an entry form, and it's a small print entry form, and you need to read it because you're playing now for millions of dollars. It says you won't compete against the PGA Tour in a conflicting event. So if you jump off one tour and you want to go play on another tour that's that's counter to the PGA Tour's efforts for the last 50, 60 years, 50 years, at least 55 years, then you're in violation of your agreement. So they don't allow you to, to be a member or play in the event. Now, you don't have to play any events on the PGA Tour, and you can be exempt. But you have to play 15 events to, to be uh, eligible for the, the deferred comp plan. Everybody calls it a retirement plan. It's a deferred comp plan. And uh, you have to be eligible for some health benefits, and you have to be eligible to uh, vote. But as far as just winning tournaments, you, you could play five times a year, three times a year, and win five times if you're that good. So they don't make you play. I think the thing that, that, that really is disingenuous about to me about the Live Tour thinking that they're – worthy of a world ranking, I played many years, I played 45 years now on the tour. 
we played on the PGA Tour 18 holes and 18 holes. So you play 36 holes, you have to make a cut. Then you have to play the final uh, 36 holes. So it's a 72-hole event with a cut, no guaranteed money. Uh, the Live Tour is 54 holes, shotgun start. You know, there's a big deal about when I can remember being uh, in the final groups in major championships and you wake up at 7 in the morning and you don't tee off until 2.30 in the afternoon. You've got that gut-wrenching feeling in your stomach. But when you say, okay, let's all go tee off at the same time and you go on 14 and I'm 12 and we're all going to play and we all get guaranteed money and we're only going to play three rounds, to me that's not comparative for world rankings. If right. the Live Tour would change their format, I think it would be much more compelling to say, we're going to play 36 holes, have a cut, then we're going to play, just like the PGA Tour, the, the British Open, the Masters, the, the PGA Championship, uh, the U.S. Open. Those are organizations outside the PGA Tour that play the same format. So you can't play a, a half-court basketball game or a 50-yard football game and think you're going to qualify for the SEC championship or, or, or the NBA championship playing half-court with LeBron James. you got to play the whole game the way it's always played. Same right, minute, I, same I time. agree. Well, Tiger recently had a meeting with 15 top players. Uh, it was this past week in Wilmington. And Alan Shipnock, who we've had on the show months ago, he wrote the uh, biography on Phil Mickelson. He reported for Fire Pit Collective and Golf Digest that, according to a source with direct knowledge of the meeting, um, they discussed the formation of a tour within a tour, 18 no-cut tournaments featuring the top 60 players competing for $20 million. They also discussed the tour renouncing its nonprofit status, Jerry. And that's an interesting concept. We only have like a minute left, and I apologize that we're running out of time. But I think if the tour becomes um, a profit, status as opposed to nonprofit, then you have these billionaires that can invest in the PJ tour and voila, there's more money. I mean, if it all comes down to money, which it seems like it is obviously, then that might be an interesting solution. Quickly, your thoughts on that. We only have a minute left. Well, the PJ tour has built a lot of character over many years. Uh, and, and, and everyone is flawed. People make mistakes, but the character that has come out of professional golf is unsurpassable of any other sport and i'll put leave it there i, I believe jay uh our commissioner is doing a great job and i'm sure he's speaking with dean beeman and, and tim fincham and the integrity of the game is more important than the money so i i laud and 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 congratulate tiger and jack when you hear these 100 million dollar 200 million 600 million dollar numbers thrown at them because nobody cares how much money and how many trophies you have when, when you're dead they only care about being a giver and a producer not a consumer and a taker. I think a lot of this has to do with consumption and taking and not giving and producing because nobody measures you by how much money you have in life. And and these guys need to learn that. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.